everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. That was really awkward of an intro for me. Only because you paused. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. Like, I I feel like I want to mix it up every now and then, but... And then I try to, and like last episode, I think Kyle said I sounded creepy, so... Maybe... You just uh, didn't I'll want just to sound like basic. a creeper. I got it. I get it. I get you. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I am one of your co-hosts, Rohit Rohila. Glenn Rooks here. All right. So this time, I'm going to hand the mic... Over to Glenn. Uh, he's got a great topic that he wanted to talk about. So, Glenn, take it away, buddy. All right. So, I kind of came across the situation the other day where, you know, I've been going through some stuff. I'm feeling run down. I was about to just say, fuck it to everything and walk away from everything in life. And uh, I had to stop myself at one point and say, what am I missing? What have I not done for myself? And I realized that, you know, with the three jobs I've been working with all the work I've been doing to help the family out, I haven't had any me time. And right now, more than anything, we're all going through some shit. We need to make sure that we have healthy me time. To clear out all the negative crap that clutters up our brains, that keeps hanging on, keeps our emotions in a negative place, keeps our brains focused on things that are are just blocking our success and our movement, our forward growth. And um, I found myself coming to a point where I was either going to crash or I had to make a, a, a drastic change and uh, I decided to take a day off of work and just completely focus on nothing but me time things I wanted to do um, th- things that would help relax me and take my mind off of work that would take my mind off of the negativity going around everywhere social media everything is negative news everything is negative work was just stress because it's constant so i had to find something to to do i took a day off from everything from my my career from the side jobs i'm doing and just focused on being me i didn't have any fronts to put up i didn't have to put on a mask I didn't have to feel like I was being something that I wasn't. Yeah, it's it's still. I just cleared my head. You said, and one thing that we've done in the past is talk about the importance of of taking that kind of mental time out. Everyone, but when you were first uh, speaking, Glenn, I thought of an episode we did. It was a one fifty five where Kyle and I did a little week long experiment of setting restrictions around social media and and not doing anything social media related. And I completely understand with you there. I have a Facebook account, 
but it, you know, it it'd been so long since I'd really logged in and kind of browsed around and, and saw what people were up to. And it was just so over the top negative. It, that, that I just had to say, you know, see you guys in another four months. And, uh, I read this article recently that talked about the impact of social media where when it comes to politics. And what they found was that since, I think it was since 2001, um, it used to, sorry, I, I don't know the exact years, but they were talking about how before there were a lot more swing people, I guess, where, you know, they weren't at, at the two extremes of Republican Democrat, there were more, you know, let's, let's see who the right better candidate right. is. And yeah. And you know, there were times when they would just flip back and forth because it was really who's, who's the best. But what they found was that since social media, it's been driving more and more people to the extremes and not just that, but the depthness of those extremes is really starting to take a toll. And so when you were talking about, just kind of taking a break from everything. It's it's so important. It's so valuable. Like you said, especially right now, we're surrounded by so much negativity that we may think we're tuning all of it out, but your subconscious is still around and it still does take a toll hearing all this negativity stuff all the time. So I'm thrilled that you recognize that. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was that recognition. But I'm thrilled that you recognize that and then took the necessary steps and just made it 100% about you. Well, it had been building up for quite some time. I got to tell you, I, I've, I've, I've been working myself 96 to 110 hours a week. That's, that's a lot of time to be working, right, between three jobs. Um, my gaming time, which was normally my stress relief time, it has been down to almost nothing, if, if any at all. Um, I spend more time actually sitting around with my family than I do clearing my head or, or taking care of my own business. Um, which no, nothing wrong with spending time with family. I think that's an admirable thing for anyone to do. And if that happens to be your me time, awesome. Uh, with me, it's not, <laughs> I love my family, but it's, it's definitely not me time. It ends up being everything about what they need because that's all I can think of. Um, but then there's no time to actually wind down and clear out what's really bothering me. What's really affecting my life. What's what's preventing me from being all that I can be. Um, and, and the negativity was just building. I, I, I especially noticed it um, when all these protests started, I mean, we've already been stuck in, in the houses with quarantines for two months and, um, the protests, I'm always cool with protests, whether I agree with them or not, doesn't matter. Um, cause that's one of the rights that we happen to enjoy here in the United States, the right to peaceably assemble and protest. Um, but then the focus quickly turned off of the protests and turned in, you know, turned on to the negative side, which was the rioting and how uh, there was looting going on. More people were being hurt than helped. 
And then I started posting some of the stuff that I was seeing on Facebook. And I realized it was starting to hurt some of my friends. And rather than looking at it like, oh, they're getting offended with me. Um, I should probably cool it a bit. I started justifying. And that is when I sort of, sort of realized, I just sort of looked at it and I went, wait a second, I'm, I'm justifying here for someone, you know, they, they're not looking at the data like I am. They're looking at the feelings and I've got to understand the feelings for that person are what's more important right now. The facts will always be the facts, and we can address that later when there's fewer emotions involved. Um, and I realized that I had hurt some friends that I really actually cared about. And I started turning that more inward and attacking myself even more. And that's never a good thing. But when you've got this whole situation where everyone's cooped up in a in a home, you're not able to go out and do things. There's no restaurants, no no group gatherings, no no entertainment. Um, I mean, heck, Rohit, how often did we go to movies uh, before I started working three jobs? <laughs> it used to be quite often, and uh, unfortunately. That's not even an option now, and I don't think theaters are going to recover from this. Yeah. So, Glenn, you you had mentioned you start seeing some signs, and yeah. what what are some ways that people can identify that you know you, it, it's time for that break? Because there were there's a couple episodes that we did that really talked about how important you know, kind of having a, a timeout is, is uh, 55 was the importance of a me spot where we talked about, um, you know, individual places that, that really mean a lot to us and where we go for kind of that escape. And then 58 was talk about why vacations are so important. So we've done a lot of reflection like that. What are some ways that, you know, we all think that we're tough and we're not going to admit that we have these feelings but what are some indicators that people can be aware of that lets them know, you know, maybe I just need a little bit of a mental timeout? Several things that I noticed. Um, my response times and my responses to people that I worked with um, started to slow down. Uh, the times that I would take to respond to simple questions would, would take longer. Um and then when I did respond, it was usually something snarky. I mean, that's not me at all, right? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. <laughs> no, that's totally me. But but the snarkiness turned almost mean at times. And that's something I'm not. Um, I, I may be snarky, sarcastic, borderline rude, but I never do it intentionally to be rude. And there were times when I was actually intentionally trying to be offensive to someone. Um, when you find that your fuse is starting to get really short, that's a very clear indicator. When you wake up in the morning and you have to ask yourself, why the fuck am I getting out of bed? And you actually genuinely mean to ask yourself that question. 
because we all joke around with ourselves about that you know uh, maybe i should just stay in bed no this is this is a, something where you wake up and you go why the fuck am i even doing this and there's no sarcasm no joke to it no flippancy it's it's serious frustration when you can feel that frustration in your words that's a very good indicator so during during this what are some recommendations that you've got for for other people on ways that they can kind of take this time out because you know we talked about some of the indicators that that you came across and some of the things that they should look for but what are some ways that you can recommend to other people on ways that they can kind of relax and and just kind of take that time out let go of everything i turned off my phone turn off your phones turn off your social media for those times anything that draws you back to the normal day-to-day let it go it's not worth it if it keeps you in the same spot. What are, what are some results that people can expect? So Monday, you know, the, being a, you know, a, a basically a three-day weekend for me at that point, um, I went to bed Monday, I woke up Tuesday, and I was actually relaxed when I woke up. I woke up at my normal time for my normal job, I got my shower, I got some breakfast and I was ready to work. My mind was clear. My responses were positive. My mental position was positive. Uh, I, I didn't even feel any of the negativity that had been going on the week prior. Um, I didn't have any body aches. My blood pressure was down. Cause that, that's another thing that I noticed that, you know, my blood pressure was rising. Um, my, my headaches were pretty regular. So, I mean, people don't realize how much stress actually affects the health of the body. And it can be small things from small muscle spasms all the way up to headaches and even heart attack. And I was heading that direction with my blood pressure creeping up. But it also, I noticed right away that I was more productive at work. Um, the, the friends that, you know, I had been pretty much hurting the relationship with the week prior, um, the relationship got stronger and, and mended itself afterwards. Um, it helped me solve a lot of the problems that I was looking at and, and about to just say forget it to um, things at the house, things with the family. Um, and it gave me a chance to actually think about other things other than problems. So that's, it just gave me clarity of thought. Got it. And, you know, the importance of this, I think one thing that we need to take a look at is this was a one-time event. But if behavior doesn't change, if action doesn't change, if the thinking doesn't change, then you become cyclical and, you know, after a while, the same thing will be needed again. So what are ways that everyone could, you know, kind of practice a little bit of this every day so that it prevents you from reaching that point? What are, what are some ways that people could, could uh, kind of ease their days? 
Well, the first thing I would recommend, turn off social media and the news. <laughs> 99% of it's negative. You could look through any of your feeds. I guarantee you'll find something negative political, negative social, uh, negative personal. Um, turn it off. If it's not enriching your life, it's dragging your life down. Yeah. That would be the first step. Next step is find something you enjoy doing, something that can actually enhance your life or enhance your mental state. And do that. Do what makes mm -hmm. you happy for those times. And make sure you do it often. I mean, you don't have to do it every day. You don't have to do it every week. I mean, if you want to do it every day, make sure you schedule time to do it for yourself. Have that time as just you time. Uh, more more relationships end because they're you know, and and it's actually kind of a nice statistic for you. Uh, most relationships don't end because of bad sex lives or from people cheating on the other. It, it ends more because there isn't quality me time for each person. Each person doesn't have enough time to be themselves. Yeah, that is. An amazing point, Glenn. The stronger relationships that you see out there are when there are two individuals who get together. But when you are together so often and you don't get that alone time and it melds and you can no longer tell the difference between the two people, that is when a relationship will start ending because you're not bringing anything new. There's nothing new for you to appreciate about the other person. It's the exchange of ideas and experiences and philosophies that really, when you lay it out on the line and you have an open mind and you challenge each other, that's how you're going to grow. So taking that time out, you're absolutely right, Glenn. That's a fantastic idea. Thank you. Every once in a while, I do have a good idea, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some of the activities you can do, right? I mean, for me, it's playing video games because that's an escape from um, reality, right? And it's also something that helps me do some critical thinking, some fast thinking. Um, try try stuff that just improve your lives. You know, avoid TV. Again, that's, that's going to be filled with negative messages. Um, do something that causes your brain to, to work a little bit more on critical thinking. Socialize with people that are positive. Do some sports, exercise, go outside. I, mean, I take frequent breaks at work now to just stand outside in the sun if there is some. If not, I stand at the window and watch the rain. We are in the Northwest, right? That is true. Yeah. And I also keep my office door closed at my house because that's work. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing me time, I'm nowhere near work. I don't let my phone calls distract me. I don't let you know emails distract me. Um, I, I literally separate myself from the things that are normal day-to-day -day that are focused on anything but myself. Yeah. And Glenn, I for one am thrilled because when you first started at where you are now, you made yourself available 24 hours a day. There were times when on the weekend you would get a call and you know, you'd have to take that time out and 
you know, help, help the other person for 20 minutes, a half hour. So that work-life balance, again, that's something that, that we've talked about before in the past is, is so important or, you know, things like this happen where before you know it, you just kind of explode. Um, it just takes a toll on you. So thank you so much for, for sharing and, and giving advice on cues that you can look for and knowing that maybe you're exhibiting, exhibiting uh, similar symptoms and maybe headed down that path where things are becoming overwhelming and you just need that time out. So you, you did a fantastic job, Glenn, in, in letting us know about what those indicators are, ways that you can explore on how to take that time out and how it varies per individual. But you had some great advice on how to explore those topics and then little things that you could do every day to kind of make it a little bit easier for you. And you know, thank you for your openness and honesty about sharing about your experience. Hey, man, that's what we're here to do. That is Be what we're here with to each do. other. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully next time I give you a call and I'm right by your house to give you your birthday present. I'll be home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the GYSD podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Rohit Rohila. Glenn Rucks here. And with that, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 